This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have dry bars. Also dry. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will sit down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls. Suck my balls. Suck my big balls. Suck my big balls. What is that? It's my balls. Not get it, honey. How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Check My Balls, a South Park review. I'm your host in the scene where the air is clean. I'm lighting up green, ya boy, MSG. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Shaft for each and every week. We are... Brought to you by now, thebigboysclub.com. Visit thebigboysclub.com and pick up the freshest threads for all the homies who got the money to drive the Benz or, you know, who follow in their van, the Grateful Dead trends. Visit thebigboysclub.com. Use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD and check it out. You're going to save 15% off your order because we want you to be part of the club. So join the club. Get big. Be part of the boys. Big Boys Club. Com. Each and every week, I am joined by my two guys who, you know, sit there and analyze with me each and every episode of South Park. To my computer left, he's got a, he's got a princess behind him. He's looking down damper. <laughs> he's looking sexy. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Princess! <laughs> Like, really like, quickly, too. Like, he. Oh, shit. I was like, what? <laughs> it might be clipped. Like, my heart was like, this kitty. I don't think I have the. Um, I didn't think I clipped last week's one yet. I should go back and clip it yet. There was something I was going to clip from Scoop saying something. I don't know. Um, but that's a good one, too. That'll be a clip. Um, you looking behind you, thinking that there's something behind you. What's going on, dude? How you doing? <laughs> What's the. It's safe to say that you smoke more wax, right? So we got to say, like, you got to be like smoking the golden or something. Because I'd be smoking the green. Because I'm the one that's hitting on the flower. You guys are smoking on the wax. It's not fair. <laughs> Scoop's upset that the weed makes him stupid and the wax makes us level. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, we Well, of course, you've heard him over there. He's got the hair that's coming out everywhere. And today, while he normally doesn't have red hair, in this case, he does. So therefore, he has no soul. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back again. And apparently, he's got an upcoming Primo's Pro Wrestling event because Facebook invited me, even though I have to work. So I'm pretty pissed. Ladies and gentlemen, dirty, 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 dirty. Joe, Joe, Joe. For no love, for no love, for no love. Yeah, Friday night, uh, February 26th, yeah. <laughs> so. I have to work till 8.30, and I saw that it started at 7.30. Like, yeah. Um, it'll probably, it's a wrestling show. It'll probably start closer to 8 or 8.15. We're never we'll gonna get going to get started on time. Dude, j- just, uh, swing through. Even if you don't get a ticket, I'll, we'll finagle something. Anyway, 
You're back. We're stuck with my balls. How you doing, buddy? How's your week been since we chatted at your house at a podcast? Um, it's uh, been pretty busy. I did manage to sneak some time in to uh, finally beat your combo record on warehouse so that's and let's for the record let's let's classify something if we're going to go public with this this is his record on the playstation which was a yeah. mere a million points because yeah. i suck at using the playstation controller where if you come to my house on my xbox controller okay the record's about 10 million now all right so like i don't play around with the warehouse but good for you I'm glad uh, it, it, it doesn't matter like so that's one park down, like 20 to go, something like that. He doesn't want me to come over this week, Joe. He's like, I'm kind of hoping you don't come over and break my record. Again. I mean, that that wasn't a shoot. That, was, that wasn't a shoot. So, yeah, Joe, glad to hear you're doing well, apparently. Yeah, yeah just really busy. I got to go to like six gyms today, which is not cool to do Whatever. with a spare tire. I'm still going to break your record. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, you gotta look out. Uh, you gotta look for a new spot to train your wrestlers. Is that what it is? Yeah. I hate driving on spares. Joe, by the way, does not actually physically train them. For the record, we should note that. <laughs> I, I, uh, scoop. I wasn't talking about a spare tire on the van. I was talking about the spare tire that I'm carrying around since Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta walk into a gym while being a fat ass and being judged by everyone around me. It's gonna be awesome. Well, you know, if you ever want some uh, uh, fitness tips, uh, Scoop here is your man. He can help you. He can give you little pointers to do things at home. I really thought that was going to be a Stevie Richards, uh, Stevie Fit. Well, I mean, I don't need to plug them all the time. I can at least plug no. Scoop, too. Scoop's a good no, guy. no, I know. I, I didn't mean it as a bad thing. Anyway. Trapper Keepers, Stevie Richards. You can go to StevieRichardsFitness.com. Join the resistance band sensation that's sweeping the nation. I always have a problem saying that, and I made that up in my own mind. StevieRichardsFitness.com. And I don't think there's a code. I think it's just already well priced at like 15 bucks for the first program and 20 bucks for the second program or something like that, or 20 and 24. It's one time charge. Go buy it. And then that's all you got to do. Get yourself some bands. Start off with some cheap ones at Walmart until you break them. And then after you break them, then you can get the really good ones that are, you know, like on the websites and shit like that for like 30, 40 bucks that will last you forever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, check out uh, StevieRichardsFitness.com. Don't forget to check out RussoBrosCoffee.com at TheBrosters.com as well as SortosOliveOil.com. You are right, buddy? You just sighed. There was a large, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Fucking goddamn it. No, my bad. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as Joe mentioned, we're back for another edition of South Park. Check my bows. Episode number 63, Trapper Keeper, Joe. Tell us about this episode. Trapper Keeper is the 12th episode of season four and the 60th episode overall. It aired November 15th, 2000, when Cartman finally stops bragging about his new Trapper Keeper, a stranger informs him that it will eventually take over the world and destroy mankind if they do not destroy it first. It starts off at the bus stop. Kyle has a Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper with him to school. And it has like five compartments, a couple folders, all kinds of other shit. But, dude, check out my new Trapper Keeper. It has five different compartments for each subject in school, and it's all covered with pictures from Dawson's Creek. Cool. Hey, dudes, check out my sweet Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper Ultra Keeper for Tour 2000. Yeah, well, it's got ten different compartments for every subject in school, an electronic pencil sharpener, four plastic bags with electronic zippers, copy machine facts, a better picture of Dawson's Creek on the back than Kyle's, flat screen TV, and, of course, OnStar. Wow, cool. God damn it, Carmen. You only got that because you knew my mom wouldn't buy it for me. Oh, but you have a trapper keeper. Oh, you got the little crapper keeper, didn't you? Well, at least your stupid brother got a briefcase. He's going to kindergarten because he's a genius. He's not a genius. He's a little douchebag. And they're uh, soon met by... Car- there's an episode where he's singing that as he goes and knocks someone out too which is just one of my favorite moments in the series 
where he's got like the baseball bat with him or something. And he's just, I don't want to win. But <clears throat> moving on. Now that you, why'd you bring that up? Now I'm going to be thinking about that the whole episode. I know. It's going to be bothering me too. And then I'm going to have to Google it at some point. Cartman shows up and brags about his Dawson's Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper Ultra Keeper Futura S2000, of which many features far exceed Kyle's. A mysterious man going by the name of Bill Cosby approaches them and asks Cartman about Trapper Keeper, which he then attempts to steal. My name is Bill Cosby. He is then caught by Officer Bar Brady and Cartman. Bill Cosby then explains that the binder is a means to conquer the world in the future and wipe out all traces of humanity. Cosby himself is a cyborg from the future named BSM-471, which I love. Like, actually, my name is not Bill Cot. Like, no shit. Really, dude? It's just... And the way he says human. 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 Humanity. The humans from my time sent me back. For the war against the war, who cares? 100 episodes. That's it. It's the one where Cartman goes back to the past and he takes yes. over the messenger. And then as he's beating up the messenger because he wants to take over. Yeah, he starts, he starts singing it. You're right. Because he's got the powdered wig on and everything. <laughs> That he hits them, takes them, yeah. takes the messenger. It's great. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. no, that you're right. Then that uh, it just clicked for me. Sorry. Uh, BSM four seven one. I mean, because you gotta think Cartman wouldn't necessarily do that in public. So what kind of balls would he have? So it'd have to be in some sort of. I was like thinking, no, he didn't do that in Imagination Land because he tried to get Kyle to suck his bad. Right. I was like, why would he do that? And that's that's the only thing I think. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, BSM-471 with the task to destroy the binder. Cosby does manage to destroy it, but Cartman's mom buys him another, which, according to the laws of time travel, would be the one that is actually destined to destroy the world. (laughs) Furthermore, Cartman refuses to allow this one to be destroyed. Yeah, so, like, it's crazy. So this episode, you know, you got these kids. Like, really, there's no... I mean, there's also obviously going on with the Mr. Garrison angle. That's really the only school part of this episode. Yeah, yeah, the election angle. Right, the election angle, which is interesting because we just kind of went through this. Um, I just thought it was funny watching this episode. (laughs) Right, just and this is just a very repetitive pattern, obviously, and that's twenty something years ago. That being said, though, you know, you got this guy Bill Cosby shows up from now. What's weird is he gets on the school bus, right, Mm -hmm. in in an opening scene. Oh yeah, sit down. They just sit down and look at him, and they're like, uh, dude, why is there a homeless guy on the Ms. bus? Miss Crabtree, there's another homeless guy on the bus. Like, they're totally Get down not and shut about up! Miss Crabtree, there's another creepy homeless guy on the bus. Sit down and shut up! But they smell like pee. I am not a homeless person. I am a new fourth grade student. You are? Yes. My name is Bill. Bill Cosby. Aren't you a little old to be in grade school? I was held back ten human grades. Mm, I mean grades. Do you companion friends know Eric Cartman? Yeah, that's me. Eric Cartman? And do you have a Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper Futura S2000? Yeah, you already know about it? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, nobody gives a crap about your Trapper Keeper, Cartman. I'm going to shove that thing up your ass. Dude, do you really care if Cartman has something that's better than yours? No, I don't. I don't care. Shut the hell up. And then, like, uh, right, Stan and Kyle are like, but this guy smells, dude. And then <laughs> he's all like, whoa, is that a Trapper Keeper 2000 BMSFI? Whatever the number is there. And he's like, yeah, yeah see, uh, see, Kyle? Could be the head of my Trapper Keeper. <laughs> because, right, Kyle had showed up with his little midly one. And then Kevin showed up with his nice cool one. My and and Better picture, better picture, Jackson's Creek and my traffic keeper. Hey, I hold your traffic keeper. No, it's it's programmed for my fingerprint only, so it'll spit spikes through your hands. No, oh, fat ass. Go ahead, cat. Hold it. Go ahead, cat. Hold it. Eight million box office. 
Have you gotten? To, we haven't gotten to Bill Cosby banging his mom yet. Are we there yet? Are no, there? no, that's towards the end of the episode. <laughs> it's okay. so good. Meanwhile, Garrison, having been demoted to a kindergarten teacher, which I don't know if. Well, I guess that is kind of a demotion because now you're just babe. You're you went from glorified babysitter to straight up babysitter, but kindergarten teacher oversees his class's election for class president which uh, it's so funny when um i it's like ike's first day in class and garrison oh i had your older brother but that's such that's the kind of bullshit teachers would pull all the time it's like oh let's yeah oh let's uh hope you're as good as your brother or like if you're sibling was a complete asshole like yeah let's hope you're like right so what you're pointing out of course is like ike start we did i mean ike starts kindergarten for his first day right yeah and it's like, not really mentioned like, in here is it well they yeah do ike is super smart stop. and is three years they old do, right they do mention it at the bus stop and they're like cartman's like what's your brother doing here and he's like my little brother's smart so he's going he's going all the way to the kindergarten and kind of like, don't care, <laughs> or something well, like that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Little, I was. He's a little. He he said he's a little something liquor or something like that. I forget what it was. It was he called him a name. I'll I'll, I'll clip it. And then yeah. he's like, no, he's not that. He's a genius. Blah 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 blah. And yeah. I, so anyway, so Ike shows up to kindergarten. That's why Mr. Garrison was like, I had your brother Kyle in my in third grade. Well, let's hope you're just as smart as he am. Unfortunately, that's that's bad. That's bad for, for you guys. I I grade on a curve, so like yeah. automatically, Garrison sets up Ike to be the fucking you know martyr in this situation, and he didn't do anything. He just walked into the class, right? And, and they already he's, hated he's him because he was sentences. A... He's still not making full sentences. I pooed my pants. Like he's still yeah. saying bullshit. Okay, children, let's take our seats. My name is Mister Garrison, and I'm the new kindergarten teacher. I used to be the third grade teacher, but I had a little nervous breakdown and went into the mountains where I lived off of rat carcasses. But I'm all better now, and the school was nice enough to let me go on teaching, as long as it was for kindergarten. But it's not a demotion. No, I mean, just because a teacher was teaching third grade and now is teaching kindergarten, that's not a demotion, is it? No, that's right, it's not. Well, let's start with roll call. Uh, let's see, Fillmore Anderson? Yeah. Sally Bands here. All right, Ike Brofloski. Brofloski, I had your older brother Kyle in my third grade class. He's a very smart kid. I'm sure you are too. Well, that's bad news for everybody else because I will be grading you all on a curve. Yeah, he's like three years old in a class with five-year-olds. But yeah, they. I was just it didn't I didn't bring it up in the doc is what I meant, but um. So yeah, Garrison just puts over Ike and then nominates Ike for class president, even though no one else in the class did. They all nominated a kid named Fillmore. What what a weird thing for a kindergarten class to be doing. Like I don't remember in kindergarten. I mean, I, I, it's a very long time, obviously, since I've been in kindergarten. But I remember my sister being in kindergarten. I remember other people's kids being in kindergarten. I don't remember them having to run for president. <laughs> no, that didn't, like, happen until, like, third grade, third or fourth grade for me. Right. And then it was, like, every year after that. Like, for us, it was, like, when you got to third or fourth grade, you could be nominated for a representative of your homeroom. But... You really couldn't run for office in the school until you were in the fifth or sixth grade, my elementary school. Oh, yeah. No, it was. Uh, they tried to make it like realistic. Like you can't run for president until you're in the sixth grade. Well, yeah, you couldn't run for president until fifth grade. Vice VP was fourth. And then like there was other shit for third grade and shit. But um, yeah, so I runs against Fillmore. For class president, and it winds up being a 6-6 tie, with the only tiebreaker being achieved through an indecisive girl named Flora, which it's so great. All right, we're tied 6-6. Flora, I can't read this, which, like, voting is always supposed to be unanimous, or at least in this day and age is. Right. 
more or not unanimous anonymous i'm sorry excuse me it, it like you hide think, in go ahead i think it was more of a satirical take here flora play on florida and also play on the election itself with the loads being undecided by the hanging chads so i think what they were definitely planning on that for sure they and you're totally right they could have been it but while still making the other joke of just yeah, putting oh yeah someone's... for sure but yeah um Florida does eventually make a decision but the kids Flora protest does get it Florida does anyway yeah <laughs> Florida does eventually make a decision the kids protest about an absent student and demands recount and then this is where Fillmore informs Mr. Garrison that his aunt is going to take care of this. Oh, oh well, who's your aunt? My aunt, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, God. Oh, God. So it does involve Rosie O'Donnell, who protests about her nephew losing the vote. While this is going on, Stan, Kyle, and Kenny try to convince Cartman's mother to help them. However, the minute she sees BSM-471, her mind goes to other places. As my phone just said, ooh, yeah. Cartman's Trapper Keeper, meanwhile, integrates itself into Cartman's computer and most of his belongings, eventually absorbing Cartman himself, becoming a twisted biomechanical monster with some of Cartman's features. So, you know, basically in, in that sense, you know, just to kind of like recap that a little bit a little more, like we saw what was Cartman at school mm-hmm. and he tells Ka, go ahead, Ka, take it, take it. If it's not going to pierce your hands, go ahead, take it. May I hold your trapper keeper? Uh, no, I'm afraid not, Bill Cosby, because it is coded to the prints on my fingers. If anybody but me tries to hold it, big metal spikes come out and pierce through the hands. Oh, you are so full of crap, Cartman. Metal spikes will not come out. Oh, really? Then why don't you hold it? Well, go on, Cat. If it doesn't have metal spikes, then hold it. Hold it. I'm gonna hold it. I will. So Kyle wouldn't take it, but during the class lecture at some point... The trapper keeper dude, or was it out in the hallway or out on the playground somewhere? Oh no, they were playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. They're playing volleyball, and Bill Cosby goes, "I will give you one hundred American do- human dollars to play volleyball game." And Cosby says, "Yeah, yeah, okay, that pays me. I'm getting paid to play volleyball, guys." <laughs> and then, like, they start playing, and then mm-hmm. just as Cartman's about to hit it, he or no, Bill Cosby hits the ball at Cartman's head, grabs the trapper keeper, and runs off. Right? Oh, hello, Eric. Can I be your human friend? I mean, friend? I don't know, dude. I'm not supposed to have male friends that are over 30. I kind of got screwed on that once. Please, we can have fun and play games like human foursquare. I mean, foursquare. Dude, you can't just ask to be somebody's friend and be their friend. It doesn't work that way. If you want my friendship, you have to pay me. Oh, I see. All right. I'll pay 100 Gelgastones. I mean, human dollars. I mean, dollars. Okay, that's cool. Can we play some human tetherball? Uh, All right. Pretty sweet, you guys, getting a hundred bucks to play tetherball with some. Got it. Hey, dude, he's running off with your trapper keeper. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, we eventually, they destroy it, as you mentioned, and then the next day, Cartman shows up with it again. He gets pissed, he, and then he ends up going home. Screw you guys, I'm going home. And you know what, I, you know what Kyle? I think you make this whole thing up. And you know what? I don't think Bill Cosby's real. And you know what? Screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> So he goes, runs home, and the integration part is great, though, because he's like, Trapper Keeper is charging. And, like, it starts grabbing things, like, Trapper Keeper is integrating. Trapper Keeper, Trapper Keeper is integrating. Integrating. Yes, big here. All right, I just wanted to break that down a little bit further. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're good. Now that it has integrated Cartman... The boys try to break down the door, but Kenny, attempting to run and smash it, gets crushed against the wall by the Trapper Keeper monster. <laughs> it is it is funny. Who is the Trapper Keeper monster sets off to Cheyenne Mountain, which is a secret military base 
to try to absorb its computer to become unstoppable. After hearing farts through an exhaust tube, Stan is glad to know that Cartman still has some free will. Oh, yeah, that's, that is right. Kyle carefully makes his way into the beast through a ventilation pipe. But However, yeah. I ahead, can't wait to do that, Cal. Yeah, it's so good. It, it's so 2001. Uh, uh, Kyle carefully makes his way into the beast through the ventilation pipe. However, before he can disable it, the creature incapacitates him. Rosie O'Donnell appears, shouts at the creature for blocking the road, which leads to much confusion over which one is the amorphous blob. That's fucking great. Yeah, so like this. Like which, one, which one is the trapper keeper and which one is Rosie O'Donnell? Can you not hear me? Yeah. No, I hear you. Okay. I'm just, we're moving kind of fast here, dude. We're not breaking oh. anything down. We've just got like two thirds over the story. I've wanted to jump in oh. here and kind of like elaborate uh, a little bit more if we can. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I Well, first off, I wanted to give Scoop some shine I know Scoop really likes this episode. Yeah. So I wanted. Oh, this. yeah. Yeah, we kind of like missed the whole debate in the classroom. All over right now. So, so when the kids are in class and they're mm, trying to figure yeah. everything out, they begin to protest because there's an absentee kid. And so Fillmore, get it? <laughs> he says, "I'm gonna get my aunt Rosie O'Donnell." Or he he tells he tells Mr. Garrison something. He's like, "I'm gonna involve my aunt or something." Or he starts like explaining some extravagant person, and then Mr. Garrison goes, "Well, who's that?" <laughs> he's like, "Rosie mm-hmm. O'Donnell," and he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Well, also, they were debating, you know, we were talking about the debate of, like, the elections itself. Like, that's kind of relevant, I think, to now, Mm. right? I mean, because, like, you've got these both sides who are not willing to agree with the decision. Not willing to agree. (laughs) They're just not willing to agree itself at all with, like, the outcome. In this case, they make this kid come in, right? Because you were talking about the absentee kid, but we also didn't talk about they made that they made that absentee kid come in from the hospital, and he comes in and he casts his vote, and his lung falls out of his mouth. <laughs> Don't forget to pick up your lung there on your way out. <laughs> so he picks up his lung on his way out, and that's what makes it that tie, right? And then they eventually have um, another vote cast. And it ends up being for Ike. So Ike wins, and that's why Fillmore starts contesting, right? Because it's seven to six every time. I would cast it. We've done this thing 100 times. It's always the same outcome. And then that's what brings in Rosie O'Donnell, which I, I, I like the initial onset when Rosie comes into town. Mr. Garrison is looking through the window. Oh, my God, children. It's horrible. Look away, children. Oh, my God, it's coming to the door. It's coming. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that thing? Children, there's some huge bulbous monstrosity heading for the classroom. Oh my god, it's awful. It's coming for the door. Hello, kids. Aunt Rosie. Run for your lives, children. I'll try to fight it off. That's my Aunt Rosie O'Donnell. Oh. Oh, uh, pleasure to meet you, Miss Donnell. You're looking well. <laughs> and then Rosie O'Donnell pops in and he grabs a bat. <laughs> Save yourself, children. I'll try to fight it off as long as I can. <laughs> That's my Aunt Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 children. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And then, um, I mean, did we talk about as well what the trapper here banged Cartman's mom? Because, mm-hmm. like, he explains to Cartman's mom that. Uh, unfortunately, your son cannot have another trapper keeper. And while in the ma- ma- in the in, in, while that's going on, that's when Cartman eventually gets turned into the trapper keeper because obviously right. the land is distracted, banging. I don't want to wait for my trapper keeper to be over. To trapper. trapper keeper ready to insorb. Trapper keeper merging. And so you see, Ms. Cartman, you cannot buy your son, Eric, another Trapper Keeper. Not now. Not ever. Right, because it will hybrid with all those other processors and generate a whole new era of technological darkness. Correct. Well, I certainly won't buy him anymore then, Bill. Good. Now all that is left to do is destroy the Trapper Keeper Eric has now. 
Where is he? In his room. But why don't I show you the rest of the house first? Uh-oh. Here we go again. Come this way, Billy. Well, come on. Let's go upstairs and get Carmen's trapper keeper ourselves. The, fuck the house blows up and they're still banging. They're still banging. <laughs> still getting it in there, boy. Yeah. But, oh, you know what? And then there was also the chase scene as well when he's got the trapper keeper. Uh, he, he's running with the trapper keeper, Bill Cosby, and they got, they're in the car with Officer Barb Brady. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot anybody for taking your school folder. It was not a school folder. It was a Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper for sure. S2000. And if there he is. Ah. Gotcha. Hey. Ah. Ah, try to take my Trapper Keeper, will you? Please. You do not understand. Book and Bob ready. Another job well done. The Trapper Keeper has to be destroyed. Why are you so obsessed with Carmen's Trapper Keeper, Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby? No. Listen to me. I am not really Bill Cosby. My name is BSM-471. I am a cyborg engineered by humans from the year 2034. Well, I knew you weren't, Bill Cosby. I have come to destroy that Trapper Keeper because it was the Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper that belongs to an Eric Cardmon in South Park, which three years from now manifests itself into an omnipotent superbeing and destroys all of humanity. In the year 2004, a hybrid assimilating computer linked with a satellite uplink computer. From there, it was able to slowly take over every computer in the world. It became stronger and stronger until by the year 2018, it broke away from mankind and there was nothing the humans could do. It wasn't long before Mighty Trapper Keeper started to destroy everything it saw as useless, including humans. The nations tried everything to stop it. Nuclear devices, seismic missiles, but nothing worked. The humans built robots of their own, whole armies of them, but nothing was strong enough to stop Stratus. And so finally, the humans decided to send one of their robots into the past to destroy the Trapper Keeper before it even got started. Wow, that's amazing. Man. I guess sometimes we let our technology and stuff grow too fast. What do you think, Officer Barbrady? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not like, you got to take him out. And Officer Barbrady's like, kid, I don't think I'm, I don't think we're going to take him out just for stealing your little binder. <laughs> it's not a binder. And he goes into his whole big thing about being a trapper keeper. And then when they do find the trapper keeper, Cartman actually takes the wheel, swerves the car over. And hits the Trapper Keeper. So that's when the Trapper Keeper explains that I am from the year 20... What is it? Uh, 34. 20. 20 34 or something like that. 2034, yeah. 2034. I am from the year 2034. And it's, if you think about it at this point, isn't that only like like 20 years into the future? That's 13 years. 13 from, years 13. into the future. When it yeah. was made, it was like 34 years. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's, do you think oh, that there was... Oh, yeah, know? we're still in the 90s, right? No, 2000. 2000. We're a week after the 2000 election, which is why they're doing this in the kindergarten class. Do you think that um, this whole, I don't know, story, side story, I guess if you will, about Cartman, the technology taking over do you think this was some sort of south park foreshadowing like i'm really freaked out because there was a specific number in here 2034 um so like if it happens around that time <laughs> and somebody rises up and becomes some sort of supercomputer human being like leonardo dicaprio i think it was in that one movie that i never saw um do you think this will happen there's a movie with him like that I think so, where he becomes a computer or something, or is that not Leonardo DiCaprio? It's somebody become. It's a recent movie. Uh, Cartman makes fun of it in one of the recent seasons, where Cart in the uh, Cartman Bra episode, where he becomes the whole Remember? system. Remember that in the, in the newer seasons. It was when they had the best Christmas pageant. Go fuck yourself, Washington Redskins. Go fuck yourself, Christmas special, right? And at mm. the end of it, like Cartman's parodying PewDiePie, and then all of a sudden he starts taking over the whole world, like that movie. So I'm just saying it's interesting that they were kind of like even referencing it kind of here and now. Um, so it's a it's a very, I guess, uh, interesting arc where they where people think that mm. the machines are going to rise up like Terminator and uh, take over. So Which, uh, go ahead though. Is, go ahead. As you mentioned, Rosie O'Donnell encountered the giant Cartman blob now on the side and, of the road. Yeah, part of it felt has always felt like a giant 
Terminator uh, parody to me. So we are at the part where Rosie and the blob like square off. <laughs> yeah, because like Garrison yelled at Rosie to get the hell out of his classroom because everyone yeah. was just, right. <laughs> yeah, everybody get the hell out. Um. So, however, before he can, before Kyle can disable Cartman, Cartman incapacitates him. Rosie O'Donnell is trying to get out of town at that point. Her car pulls up in front of the blob and she shouts at the creature, which leads to everyone being confused over which blob is which. <laughs> like, I can't tell which one's which. Yeah, it, it, and it's fun. You knew they were going to make the joke, and even though they did, it was still fucking hilarious. And even 20 years <laughs> later, it's hilarious. What are you doing? Oh, no. Now there's two of those things. No, I think that other thing is Rosie O'Donnell. Huh? Which one? It's like I'm seeing double. I said, get out of my way! (laughs) Look! I think that infusing with Rosie O'Donnell has made Trapper Keeper sick. Another, another underlying theme in the simplicity of this that I want to point out since we're getting to as well. In the initial onset of who was going to open the door or try to break the door down, they played the game one, two, three, not it between Stan, Kyle, and Kenny. So oh, Kenny yeah. Was, and he ends up getting killed by the door. And then in this situation, they're like, one of us, one of you, Bill Cosby's like, one of you is going to go have to go inside and dismantle the CPU unit. And uh, Stan's like, one, two, three, not it. So Kyle, unfortunately, has to enter through Cartman's exhaust pipe on his blob there. But you'll get there here in a second uh, as what happens. What does Cartman do with Rosie O'Donnell? It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And while while Kyle is going through Cartman, they have the whole 2001 Space Odyssey reference. (laughs) I can't allow you to do that. What are you doing, Kyle? What are you doing, Dave? Shutting you down. <laughs> what are you doing, Kyle? I'm going to try and break you away from the computer, Cartman. I need to remove the CPU. I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Kyle. Screw you, fat ass! Hey, screw you. What are you doing, Kyle? I can't let you do that, Kyle. And now that the blobs are squaring off, the Cartman Trapper Keeper blob absorbs. Rosie O'Donnell, but as we've said probably about ten times already, ah, bad pa. Yeah, it makes the, the blob all green and stuff like that. It, makes it, it weakens it sick. and it affects it from the inside. Yeah, like you said, it makes Cartman sick. It winds up throwing up and exploding as Kyle is freed and disconnects the Trapper Keeper's CPU, returning it to a powerless state. <laughs> yeah, it, it was great because Rosie got kicked out of the class and she threatens lawsuits, so she bounces. She gets eaten by Cartman now. <laughs> yeah. And then Kyle, locked up inside from initially trying to dismantle the CPU, now has that opportunity to be set free. Yeah, and this is the hardest they've gone at anyone since Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Diggity. Hard. Um. <laughs> After the power, after the trapper keeper is returned to that powerless state, BSM 471 becomes non existent as he's no longer needed to be built in this now safer future. Stan tells Cartman to thank Kyle, who just saved his life, which the credits roll before he could do so. <laughs> um, and we went a little bit out of order here because we already have Rosie O'Donnell leaving as. You were saying there are a bunch of loyals, legal forms, and endless meetings for the kindergarten class president election, but all for Fillmore to concede because he's bored. He doesn't like this game anymore. I can win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Basically, like, you know, the trapper keeper, like, falls and goes back. It's interesting, though, because, like, what is it? Cartman got spit out of the goo trapper keeper. Kyle got spit out. 
But when Rosie O'Donnell was absorbed, they straight Cartman straight up killed her. Like it wasn't like he yeah. absorbed her into the machine. He just straight up killed because he spat out a dead body of Rosie. Yeah, O'Donnell. yeah. It was be it was her corpse. Her corpse, <laughs> and then yeah, and then as you mentioned, right with the garrison stuff, then with the lawyers. They were arguing back and forth. Like you got both sides arguing, yelling back and forth. And then eventually, yeah, Fillmore's like, I can see, I can be president. This game sucks. Can we finger paint? And you yeah. see Garrison. Yeah. Oh, yes. We can finger paint. Yes, children. Let's finger paint. Oh, let's God. Finger paint. Paint. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's so good. But yeah, you mentioned it there. Before Cartman can apologize, I love it. Like, ah, oh, all right, Kyle. Um, um, it, it, it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so that was a pretty decent episode of South Park. Uh, yeah. Episode number, what was that you said 60, I believe? Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. And Kenny didn't have really a lot of lines in this episode. So no. rather than breaking into the usual song and dance, Joe, I'm just going to do a quick recap here. Yeah, go right so ahead. Kyle just says like one line, and that was that we what we mentioned too. And that was the one, two, three, not it. Like yeah. all of those is... Uh, Cartman goes, yeah. I goes inside. Cartman, Cartman says Kyle, and Stan goes, you break it down. And Kyle goes, okay, ready? One, two, three, not it. And Stan goes, not it. You lose, Kenny. And Kenny goes, aw. And that's literally all he says because Ooh. as the thing attacks him, he just yells, ah. And he dies. Yeah, so that's really all Kenny's line. So not really much more to break down there. So uh, since you uh, have recapped that for us, Scoop, take us through a little bit of trivia, okay? Hey, whoa, 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 Cartman. All you've been doing is making fun of Kyle, and now he's saved your life. You at least owe him a thank you. Uh, me. Cartman? All right, all right. Kyle? So this is the first episode where Mr. Garrison is shown as a teacher for the kindergarten class. After BSM-471 has revealed his true identity, Kyle Stan... Kyle and Stan keep calling him Bill Cosby. (laughs) That's right, they do. That's funny. Cheyenne Mountain was the headquarters of NORAD, North American Aerospace Defense Command, at the time of the original airing of this episode. I remember that. And I remember yeah. kind of being, like, freaked out about them because, you know, fucking Skynet. Fucking Santa trackers. <laughs> the two guards at Cheyenne Mountain were previously gravekeepers at Mount Peaceful Cemetery in the Season 3 episode, Corn's Groovy Pirate Ghost Mystery. Wasn't so groovy, but whatever. In the commentary, Trey Parker and Matt Stone mentioned they came up with the idea for the episode while on a houseboat in Lake Powell, Colorado, with some friends and Trey's grandmother. Ugh. Houseboat. I remember talking to myself, laughing and shit. That's funny. But <laughs> I, I was trying to see how long you were mu- it would take for you to realize you muted. <laughs> I was like literally sitting here going, Cheyenne Mountain. <laughs> Cheyenne Mountain. Time. BSM 471. Speaking mannerisms were based off, based on staff writer Carl K- Kyle McCulloch, who would speak in a similar manner to the staff during the writer's retreat as a joke. He also provided BSM 471's voice for the episode. <laughs> That's funny. I would love to go to those guys' seminars or whatever. Yeah. That'd be awesome. The voice of Filmer Anderson was done by the son of, son of South Park producer Frank C. I'm not even trying to pronounce that name. Agnon? Agnon? The second? They mentioned that they have to hire new kids for the kindergarten class, often as they don't sound as cute as they get older. They also point out that they had already gone through multiple actors for Ike. You got it, by oh. the way. Frank C. Agon, Agnon, the second. That was pretty good. I think that was Rocky it. Rapey, shitty, That's funny. I didn't realize that they went through multiple voices for Ike. I thought they yeah, just kind of always... like... Oh, yeah, because, like, recently it's been his daughter now the last couple seasons. Like, she was the one... Like, he just uses kids' voices. <laughs> like, yeah, see, I had always kind of figured it was one of them... Yeah, well, they did that breakdown a couple years ago on YouTube where he has his daughter doing the Ike voice, mm-hmm. and it's it's hysterical because, like, she's like a little girl, you know, three or four in the studio. Okay, like, say some lines. Okay, now go ahead and say, like, a bad word. Like, go ahead and say, 
fuck you, dad, or fuck you, mom. And then, like, mm. go ahead. And, like, the mom's like, it's okay, sweetie. You are going. And the girl gets up to, like, fuck you, mom. And it's <laughs> <laughs> the video clip is great, and I, that's what I was like. Oh, okay, they're using kid. He used this kid, and they probably use another family member's kid or whatever because it's fun and it's hilarious. And you know, yeah, the kid gets yeah. some royalty credits, and he's set for life, right? Yep. You think about it. Like <laughs> at least, or at least, gonna have a college fund there, right? And final but not least, the title of the episode, as well as the source of problems for the boys, is reference to a trapper keeper, a loose leaf binder that was popular among kids from the seventies. Till the 90s. Guilty of having one. Yeah. Never wanted one. Never wanted one, actually. <laughs> Mr. Cool Guy over here. Whoa, I never wanted Fucking well, I'm just saying. I didn't fucking want one. I never got into the craze of the binders. Like, I didn't understand. Like, you get our binders and we have these two different sports ones and these colors and the paper. We got cool color paper. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I'm going to go over here and play my uh, Game Boy. It held my pens and pencils and notes and everything all in one convenient package. Yeah, like Pogs and you had Slammers. I was down for that. Anyway. Oh, hell yeah. I miss Pogs. Let's get into some pop culture. I'll take us through that. The whole concept of sending someone to the past is to get rid of a robotic enemy is a reference, of course, as I mentioned, to Terminator. Uh, BSM 471's clothing line is similar to Kyle Reese from that first Terminator film. The idea of the Trapper Keeper taking over the world and leading to an apocalyptic war is similar to the supercomputer Skynet taking over, leading to Judgment Day. Teen drama series Dawson's Creek and its opening theme, I don't want to win, by Paula Cole, are mentioned throughout this episode. Did you notice when Cartman gets to full com- capacity as a volcano, super trapper keeper, whatever he is, when they come back from commercial, they do a really close-up zoom of the actual trapper keeper still, and then it fades out, and it's just a tiny little picture on this large... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm saying. As a, there's also a promo picture of the cast members from season one. can be seen on Kyle and Cartman's trapper keepers, as well as in the future during the BSM for... 71's story. Uh, while BSM 471 is telling the story of what the Trapper Keeper does in the future, I Don't Want to Wait is heard during the background. I just thought that was great. It's all, it's all faint and it, you can, it sounds like it's Trey. And then um, Stan, Kyle, and Kenny, as we mentioned, are in Cartman's house and try to get in Cartman's room to replace it. Uh, I'm sorry, and Cartman replaces the Dawson's Creek song with his own song. Screw you guys! 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 Um, it's basically a parody. Trapper Keeper fuses with Cartman. It becomes a gigantic blob with his head. It's a reference to the popular anime film Akita. Yes. In addition, the music during the scenes is similar to the music when Tetsuyo mutates, uh, mutates beyond control. The scene where Rosie O'Donnell is absorbed is a parody of when Tetsuyo accidentally kills his girlfriend, Kaori, down to the very detailed blood flow scene that finalized the event. Vote Ike is a reference to U.S. President Dwight Eisenhower's Ike Eisenhower, the phrase, we are a trapper keeper, we are one. <laughs> I love that. That's, of course, a reference to uh, Borg in Star Trek, another Star Trek reference. And, you know, I actually hit up uh, the Star Trek guys, and I was like, yo, we got to have you guys on because South Park references Star Trek a lot. So we should just have you on because you'd probably be able to pick out things we're not even picking up. Uh, Mr. Garrison's B storyline parodies, as we mentioned, the contentious U.S. United States presidential election of 2000 between Bush and Al Gore. And well, we don't need to go through all that again. As we already mentioned it, the Florida thing, indecisive, hanging Chad, uh, Rosie O'Donnell cause, co- coming to the classroom, acting as the celebrity signing a petition, right, demanding for a revote. Well, we she was just, actually super active in that election about it, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We've already talked about that. So that's, that's why that's why she was the parody. She was the liberal lady, if you will, from Hollywood. They were reverence. Yeah. 
Uh, Jesse Jackson entering the kindergarten classroom was funny. I'm here to represent the African-Americans. And then Mr. Garrison goes, there are no African-Americans. Oh, my bad. Uh, my bad. Uh, and of course, that was uh, that was a reference to him traveling to Florida after the election to protest and demand an investigation regarding accusations of racism. And there was yeah, oh shit, I didn't mean this. Go ahead. And there was uh, at one point where the kids said the um, the ballot was confusing. Which the ballot happened. was misleading, and Mr. Garrison yeah. goes, "It's there's a check mark box for Ike and a check mark box for Fillmore. I don't know what's, I don't know how more. Well, somebody have. might not know what they're voting for. <laughs> uh, so this, of course, stemmed from claims that the black voters in Florida were not able to vote due to their names accidentally being purged from the voter registrar, having to deal with antiquated voting machines and long lines, and accusations of police officers deliberately stopping black voters on their way to the polling places. I, I, I kind of believe it. Yeah. yeah. With Are everything they- that's gone, like, no, I don't kind of I actually fully believe that that definitely, probably, more yeah. than likely, no, that happened. Well, then, of course, it was was probably worse than what we know, too. Yeah. Well, after it went to the Supreme Court, and this is after Gore conceded itself, like the Supreme Court ruled that Gore actually won Florida. So Mm -hmm. Gore technically should have been the rightful president of the United States. But Gore, like a smart politician and didn't want to ruin the rest of his career like a previous president, decided to concede rather than make a fuss. (laughs) Yeah. Now, you might – some might argue, well, if Gore had continued to make a fuss, he would have been the president of the United States. Uh, but at the same time, how would that have looked from our election standpoint? And would then Bush have fought it back and would it have kicked up something else then? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Sides of it. And so like Al Gore plays smart. He got a couple movies. He's rich and he doesn't have to do any politics. Good on him, bro. Right. And he had said that he was doing it in the interest of unity and stuff at the time, if I recall. Exactly. Yeah. Unlike somebody that divided and. Well, that, apparently that apparently that case is going on right now. I'm not really following it. I'm off. Yeah, I, I, they approved. They. Voted to continue with the trial yesterday, and it's starting in earnest today. Oh, okay, interesting. Well, the scene where Kyle in this episode is floating on the inside of the massive trapper keeper, as you mentioned, is a message to Hal Nine Thousand of Two Thousand One Space Odyssey. Ready again? There it is. The link for the scoop. Ready again? BSM's uh, 471 secondary name is a reference to comedian actor Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. And then the rapper of Alaska. Uh, right? The, uh, I am Bill Cosby. So I if you Cosby. have a problem, you guys refer to rape as a hot Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that episode. Oh, yeah. And then uh, finally, in the continuity here, Cartman says, I don't know, dude. I'm not supposed to have male friends that are over 30. I kind of <laughs> got screwed on that one on the playground, which is a reference to, of course, the events that took place in Nambla, which you can go back and listen to it, as well as I think that episode is still a video one on YouTube. Might be able to watch yeah. that one, but you can definitely listen to it. So check it out everywhere. We're also on Hacker Ha Means, Ha Ha Mean Media Group. Dot podme.com, ratsaladreview.com, and the R&R Pod Network. Don't forget to download our podcast as well as check out our sponsors, thebakedboysclub.com. After Kurtman chases down Bill Cosby here, Kyle says, damn, I thought fourth grade was going to be different. This is a reference to, of course, the previous episode, which we just recorded, where they realized that Miss Chokes on Dick's Aesop, that fourth grade will just be the same as the third grade. <laughs> so that was how the episode ended. Guys, go ahead and start your top likes there, Ian, since you've got the first one. And since you seem to be keen on this episode more than we are, so I think you're going to have some more positive things to start us off with. So I liked Bill Cosby. I thought, it, I thought his character was hilarious throughout the whole entire episode. You know, Shy on Mountain. Can I see your trapper keeper? I am not really big Bill Cosby. No, you don't say. <laughs> And then for <laughs> I am not Bill Cosby. <laughs> Stupid. He's like a guy. I like how even after they take him out, 
and he's got a, he's got part of his body still hanging there. That mm-hmm. still doesn't sway his mom from smashing on that robot. Oh, she was no, like, right? I bet you that robot dick is gonna give it to me. Yeah. Oh, and then my next top like is uh, when Kyle's floating through Cartman. Oh, <laughs> of course, I like Bill. I, I as I mentioned here, I liked Officer Barbrady. <laughs> like in the car, or after after he finds out, or when the mm-hmm. guy goes, "I am not Bill Cosby," and Officer Barbrady goes, "I knew you weren't Bill Cosby." I <laughs> knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, you had already touched on it, but Leanne and Bill Cosby still go, uh, excuse me, still going at it after the uh, house blew up. And you can just see her riding. Oh, oh. And then, of course, we all loved uh, oh, oh, oh. Bed, 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 yeah, and I can't really think of anything I disliked in this episode. It, it just this seemed very run-of-the-mill. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything that I disliked, but you're right. This was definitely kind of a filler kind of episode, mm-hmm. like, realistically. I, and maybe they felt a little bit, I don't I don't want to say burnt out, but not burnt out, but maybe they felt like they needed to put a buffer, kind of a fun buffer, ha-ha type episode. Because we just not only had a two-part episode with Do the Handicap Go to Hell and Probably and them entering the fourth grade, but this, of course, was all bi- one bigger part of that five-part, five-episode storyline over the course of five episodes throughout where Garrison has a sexuality transformation, right? So, mm-hmm. like, there was a lot of moving parts here. So I assume this was kind of like a, a reintroduction, right, with Garrison, the ha-ha, he's the kindergarten teacher. But on the same time, they really didn't have anything for the boys. So they were yeah. like, well, what's really relevant right now that we can think of in political, current events, social climate, and that was the politics, so they used that. And then I imagine... You know, Terminator always puts out movies. Space Odyssey always put, you know, they had just put out yeah. that movie. They integrated what was popular with pop culture as well at the time and kind of just created their own node to what was going on currently. And I think also at that time, me personally, I think back to this time, you know, 2001, 2002 area, you know, I was 13, 14. So I don't think I was really into Space Odyssey at this time yet. Um, and I, I mean, while I like Terminator, I wasn't cognizant enough, whereas I am now to make those connections. So this episode always just was kind of like, a, eh, it's, this is an okay episode. I was never really thrilled with the gooeyness that they turned Carmen into it. I always just thought that was kind of disgusting, the blob they turned him into. Um, so maybe that's why I didn't always like this episode. But let's talk about our top um, moment, the threats in our top. I will say this is in my uh, top 150. Okay. All right. Is this in here? Scoops top twenty. Yeah. Right. Top fifteen. Oh, I've actually got to say that. And you said yes. All right. Well, there yeah, you go. this from time to time. It's in scoops top fifteen. Joe, is in this is is in this in your top top one hundred one hundred one hundred. Yeah. Okay. Seventy-five, you said. Yeah, it's like seventy-five-ish. Yeah, it's there's like two hundred eighty some odd episodes, almost three hundred. So this is definitely like the better. It's definitely in the top third of episodes, and like pretty, you know, not at the very bottom of that top third. So I figured seventy-five or so was about a good place. As far as I can think. I can't disagree. I can't disagree with that notion. Well, that's it, guys. That's another edition of... Wow, check my balls. A South Park review. Episode number 63 is in the books. I'm your host on the scene of the air. It's clean. I'm lighting up green. Your boy, MSG. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Matthew. Each and every week, I host, along with Ben Hameen and Chris Silvio, like the views at AEW Podcast Review. You can also check out some of the other content that I help produce, such as the New Force Order Star Wars podcast, as well as I manage Patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. I'm the managing editor there. 
uh, for Hall of Ten-Time Tag Team Champion and WWE Hall of Famer Stevie Ray, one half of Harlem Heat's Patreon content. Check him out on patreon.com slash TV, as well as you can also check him out live, twitch.tv slash TV, and on YouTube at TV. Shout out to our sponsors, TheBakedBoysClub.com. Visit TheBakedBoysClub.com. Pick up the finest apparel. I'm talking like if you guys like fine quality t-shirts, Joe, you've had your shirt now for a week. What did you think of the quality? It was very quality. It was really soft, and it's it was good. It was it was dank, that yo. Was, that was fucking great, though. Like it just like reminded me of sir. Why did you come to Red Robin? Uh, bottom of the fries and uh, <laughs> uh, the cheeseburger. <laughs> I like the shirt. It was good. Bakeboys.com. You can go there too. Dang. <laughs> It was good. It's a great way to stay in shape. It's great way to stay. <laughs> you know, it's just a little. I just figured it was raining outside. Come outside here, get a little workout, and it's a great way to stay in shape. Uh, yeah, I have cancer. It's eating me from the inside. <laughs> Stage four <laughs> terminal. It's great way to stay I'm more tumor than I am a man, but uh, it's a great way to stay in shape. Dude, <laughs> it does for four or five seasons of Family Guy. Those are classic, and that's yeah. Anything after that is shit. <laughs> downhill, yeah. But those first four or five with comedy's gold. There, it's quick. Stay in shape. All right, well, guys, that's gonna do it for another edition of Suck My Balls. Joe, do you have anything to let us know before we go? <laughs> um, if you are in the Denver Metroplex, we've got a show coming up uh, Friday the twenty sixth. Here, that'll be a neon lights bar fights. Oops, upside your head. Wrestling and Rap Collide. Um, Saturday the 27th, I will be down in Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, Tempe, Mesa, one of those three. Um, for IZW Monster, uh, that's sold out. Um, Rudapalooza on the 20th down in Colorado Springs. There's still tickets for that. Chickens uh, on sale now. Yeah, um, Colorado's uh, Colorado's opening back up before any uh, social justice warriors come in and like, there's the pandemic. Uh, yes, there is, and we're we didn't but, have the Super Bowl here, so I think we're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't die yeah. in the streets. <laughs> I think we're okay. Champa Bay. Um, but yeah, so, yeah. Um, getting pretty busy here. Uh. Follow me on a Twitter that I only partly keep up with, at JV Vernola. When you said that you got put in jail for telling somebody to fuck off, uh, if you haven't noticed, we're actually being heavily censored on almost every form of social media. Yeah. Yeah, I said, I said something on, uh, I tried to make another Twitter, but it got banned because I called somebody a retard. Because they were they were legitimately talking mad shit and being retarded. Mm-hmm. I got banned, and they're like, oh, well, you can get back on if you delete your comment. No! And I no. told Twitter to go fuck themselves. You're censoring the people. This is not right. Uh, it's a private entity, so they're allowed to allowed do to whatever do, they want to do. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah. It, it's, we, we agreed mm-hmm. to it in the terms and conditions. Yeah. I will say that uh, mostly we don't get censored, so we're fine. Um, yeah. Um, take my back. What was I going to say? You can also check out Joe each and every day on uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. Um, I haven't been doing that the last couple of weeks because I've been oh, okay. trying to find that gym space and stuff. Okay. So, I mean, Primos, That's all you got. Primos keeps the roof over my head. That's literally my company. So, <laughs> Okay, Primos so, Pro Wrestling. Ian, yeah. anything Yo. to say before we go? Uh, go buy Doge. Go buy fucking Doge. Ladies and gentlemen, balls, suck my balls. We'll be back next week. By the way, guys, I do have our a guest confirmed for two weeks from now for the Great Expectations episode with Joe Atherton. So he will be joining with us. And Ted the Manvies has confirmed he will be joining us in four weeks for the Great Molestation or the M-Word episode. So we'll see that. Uh, those guests coming up later on Season 4 Review. Keep it right here. Subscribe, share. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your grandpa, tell your brother who's in prison. He might need something to listen to. 
You know, if you like smuggle him in an MP3 player, send him our library. Might get him some joy. Anyway, if you're in prison and you're listening to the show, we're with you, dog. Suck my bows. We out. Chopper Keeper. for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs, the Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls, The Infinite Fringe, a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast, and the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more.